0: To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Hello, welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me coming live, kind of, recorded this week at Harpole Playing Fields, uh, where the NTFC women's team are about to kick off against Notts County. It's a bit foggy, it's a bit misty, and we weren't sure if Notts County were even here. But they are And it's going to be a thoroughly good game So stay tuned for updates Throughout the game We'll be talking to some of our our fan club members as well Who have made the trip over to Harpole And the game is about to kick off Looking forward to this one incredibly
2: Closing in. Oh,
1: Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Yes! Yes! And the
0: Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. Uh, I'm Charles and I'm at Harpole FC, Harpole Playing Fields. I'm here watching NTFC women currently batter uh, Notts County ladies, I think they are. 3 0 and it's half time at the moment. It's a really good game. I mean, this is the first time that I've been to see NTFC women play. And I mean I know I'm I'm always supporting them and very proud to obviously sponsor Abby Brewing, of course, but it's not until you actually see them play how you realise how just how good they actually are and how good the setup is. I mean okay. Harpole playing fields isn't exactly Wembley but um, and the pitch could be better, um, but the setup in itself is actually really good and you do look at it and go, the way that they're playing, they could definitely play at a higher level, it's, uh, it's really good to see and uh, good to see how professional the team is as well, so we're looking forward to the rest of this half. And actually, as I speak right now, I'm not sure exactly what this week's podcast is going to be like. So, obviously, no first team game. The cobblers are second in the table. A bit later on, Neil and I will be in the pub. I think we're going to do some post bag messages, uh, go through the post bag and see what people have been sending us in. I know that there's been a couple of questions being asked about Christmas period and things like that, but we are second in the league, so happy days on that. But for now, I'm going to go back to watching the second half of Northampton Town Women against Notts County Ladies, so it should be a really good afternoon, albeit my hand is freezing as I'm holding (laughs) my microphone to do this. So, uh, yes, brilliant. Thanks for listening. See you in a bit. Full time in 3-0. There we go. I'm, I'm with, look who I'm with. Well, you can't because it's podcast, obviously, and it's audio. No one can see you. It's Gareth and Valerie. Hello.
1: Hello. Look
0: at that. Amazing. Gareth is going to do a live rendition of his jingle. I'll count you in, Gareth. Are you ready? Three, two. Well, you don't have to, really.
2: Neil's postbag, bag Neil's post bag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing Brilliant uh, Did you enjoy that guys oh, 3-0 fabulous. win fabulous Fabulous Bit cold But fabulous play Was it more fun Than watching the men's team It was a different kind of fun Yeah I think it's a, it's a different type of football A different atmosphere A different ethos
3: But very enjoyable
1: mm. It was
0: It was a good game I thought the cobblers Controlled it very well
1: Yeah some it was. fabulous bits of skill On display today
0: Yeah it was really enjoyable to watch Yeah which was all good and all good and fun. So yeah, thank you very much for coming. It's been a pleasure having you here.
1: It's
2: been
0: a delight. As if I invited you and it was my decision, <laughs> I'll say that now. But yeah, well done. Thank you. <laughs> and here's the match report on the game
3: from James Wiles. Northampton Town returned to East Midlands Women's Regional Football League Premier Division action with a 3-0 win at home to Notts County on Sunday. Gracie Williams, Leah Cadone and Rachel Mumford scored the Cobblers goals as they played their first league game in over two months. The Cobblers were quick off the mark and took an early lead when Notts County failed to clear a corner and Williams found the back of the net from the edge of the area only doubled the advantage after a quarter of an hour, finishing into the top corner from Alex Dick's through ball. And it was three midway through the half when Mumford nodded home Faye Noble's wide free kick. The game became more even, but the visitors were unable to trouble Joe Daniel in the Cobblers goal before the break. Their best chance of the match came on the hour mark when a shot flew across the face of goal. But the damage had been done in the first half for Notts County as the Cobblers saw out a comfortable win. Lou Barry and Josh Oldfield's side travelled to Alterbridge War Memorial in the new year. I spoke to the joint managers after the game. So Josh, a 3-0 win today against Notts County. What are your thoughts on the game?
1: Happy. Happy happy to get back to Harpole. Happy to get back in league action uh, and and happy generally for the three points. It was a big game given the amount of cup games that we've played in a row, given the the break that we had from the league. And we really felt that we wanted to to come back in and build that momentum back in that that we perhaps lost. Uh, with, the, with the result last week, but I think we did that. I think we blew them away in, in that first period of the game uh, and then cruised for the rest. But yeah, no, happy to get three points, happy to be back at Harpole and, and play in the league, yeah.
3: And Lou, it was a relatively comfortable game. Would you have liked to have seen more goals from the team? Yeah, oh, I think we would. It was comfortable. It was a bit too routine at times, to be honest with you, in terms of we didn't get much threat from the other team. So um, yeah, but we've been in this position before at half-time when we um, you know, we, we always challenge ourselves and we, we, we would like to ideally be a little bit more ruthless in those times. But I um, think we mentioned to the girls, we've started to leak the goal here we and there recently. So to get a clean sheet and, and get through the rest of that game's clean sheet was the biggest challenge, say. And Josh, first league game in about two months. Happy to be trying to get back on top spot?
1: Yeah, yeah. We don't know the other results yet. We know a couple of, uh, of, the, of the results around us, but there's one we're waiting on. It'd be nice to finish on top spot, but we'll, we'll see how the other, the other ones go. But generally, we've done everything we can. We've won the games that we've been given. Uh, we can't do anything about the fact we've only played five league games. That's that's how it, that's how it is, that's how it falls. But we've won the games that we've we played uh, and we'll, we'll continue to try and push and do that and continue that momentum going into the new year. And Lou,
3: it's Christmas break coming up. Are you happy with where the team are at this halfway stage? Yeah. yeah, we could have done more. We could have done more, we're still in. You know, the three main cup competitions as such, five out of five in the league, but as far as we could in the FA Cup. So I think, yeah, everything so far has been success got through a really busy period, um, pretty unscathed in terms of injuries so again that's really good, um, we know it's going to get a lot harder and a lot more I guess busier after the, after the break so we're going to recharge our batteries for a week and come back ready to go.
0: Well there we go, game over, really good to finally actually get to watch the girls and Amelia enjoyed it didn't you? Yeah. She got to meet her favourite player Who's your favourite player?
3: Abby Bruin
0: Yeah, there you go So, Amelia got to meet her favourite player And really, really enjoyed watching the game And to be honest with you You don't realise just how good they actually, they actually are But they are And they're very well deserving of their top of the league status at Christmas which is really good, so now it's uh, home time. I'm gonna get in the car and drive home, and then the next time you'll hear from me, I'll be in the pub with Neil, hopefully. And here we are in the pub, Neil's here. Hi Neil.
4: Hi, hello. And we're also here. We are in the pub,
0: quite a lot of glasses <laughs> on <around> the table <laughs> there is <some laughs> oh
4: no oh, she's <laughs> coming yeah. sorry we won't thank click you, yeah. to get your attention no, sorry, sorry yeah. thank you, oh, thank, you very much. thank you very much you're going to be live on a podcast we're recording one right now so. no it's good don't worry
2: pretty much in the pod yeah Thank yeah.
4: <laughs> uh
0: and, uh, as well as one of the lovely uh, the barmaids, we've been joined by uh, the even lovelier Leeds United fan, Mike Fuller.
2: Hello, good evening. Hello, mate.
0: You all right? Yeah, good. Good. Um, this is this is technically our Christmas party, boys. What a wild one! We're yeah, absolutely nice. hilarious. Two of us are driving. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> Luckily, my, my,
2: my round was a soft drink. There. <laughs> yeah,
0: Mike left it until it was that point. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, let's just get straight into it, because it, it's Ooh. not going to be as long as normal, I don't think. Postponed, yes. job done. Postponed, job done. Yeah. Have you got COVID? No, I haven't. No, I don't
2: think so. Touch wood. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> oh. yeah, <laughs> we <laughs>
0: told you we shouldn't have stopped. <laughs> um, speaking of COVID, though, problems yes. postponed. A bit upset. Two games in a row. Two games in a row now. Yeah. Boxing Day postponed as well. Saturday just gone against Barrow, was it meant to be? Barrow, Which was
4: it? clown yeah. travelled all the way down? No for a postponed
0: game? I don't know. don't know, Neil. Which clown did? Me. Yes, I don't know. Uh, I'm still here. I stayed. Because you invited me Christmas to the pub. Part, yeah. <laughs> that was it. You invited me to the pub. Um, obviously today, we're recording on Monday night and uh, both the Premier League and the EFL have, have had meetings to see whether or not they'd have a circuit breaker uh, for you know a couple of weeks or whatever it is. They decided against that. Agree with that? Or not, Neil? What would you have liked to have seen done?
4: Uh, It's a big question for a Christmas party, Charles. Um, It is. I'll ask you about the poppers later. Thank you. (laughs) The what? The poppers? (laughs) The poppers. Oh, no. No, let's not go Um, there. If it was me, I would... Had a two week break, at least a two week break actually, uh, yeah. in football and outside of football, actually, I would have probably locked, not locked, not full on lockdown. So if you think back to, I was listening to Five Live earlier.
1: I'll um, we'll get you. Uh,
4: yeah. they have got up since North,
2: Northampton,
4: 96.6. <laughs> um, Today's greatest.
2: <laughs> and then Neil would have shown his age, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What is it now? Heart FM is it? Oh yeah, no Heart, <laughs> yeah Heart
4: is it? Yeah. Um, Jamie thinks and the Amanda Holden. Is it?
0: The, well, he's he's in
4: Manchester, yeah. Um, so on Five Live, they they were going through the announcements from uh, Boris when he'd announced lockdowns before, right? Um, and actually, really hammered home, because like, you kind of forget a little bit, right? Like, but actually, we we weren't used. We couldn't actually leave the house, right? Mm. Unless you were going out for a real reason, such yeah. as going for the shop. We were limited. Was it to an hour's exercise a day or something ridiculous? Well, uh, one one
0: bit of exercise a day, which they loosely said was about an hour.
4: Yeah. So I I don't think we should go back to those extremes, but I do think there should be an element of because at the moment the government are saying we advise you not to socialise, but we're not going to stop you. (laughs) Cheers, (laughs) boys. Cheers. Yeah, we're we're in the pub now, so and I, I, I think football should. A have a break, and I think the country should probably have a little bit of a break as well. But I know many, many people will disagree, and
0: that's okay. I think it's that thing, isn't it? There's the the argument of if you if you say like, so, so. My way of looking at it would be if you have a two week break in the football, you put this circuit breaker in, then that gives all the clubs time to basically hopefully get through the period which is at the moment seems to be um, highly infectious period of time would you say oh, lots of people I seem to be getting it that's
4: exactly what they say Charles yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. you explained it really really well <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. it's unusual for me um, oh, I was being sarcastic so. oh <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: um, get through this period of time and then hopefully we can get back to sort of you know in January we'll be able to just carry on again
4: but the problem is, right, is if you have a two-week circuit breaker in football, but you don't have a two-week circuit breaker in real life, shall we say, mm-hmm. then it's going to make no difference.
0: And the player, because the players is just going to... the players gonna... will still yeah.
4: socialise over Christmas yeah. and all that. Mm. Oh, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm of a different opinion, so... Go on, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a different uh, opinion? I've got an podcast. opinion, I'll say <laughs> it. Come on, Mike. Um, so, I, I, I wouldn't have a two-week circuit breaker in football. Uh, but what I would be doing as somebody that as a person that would run a, a professional football club is be talking to the teams and saying, look, we're in this situation. You know, the, the virus is out there still. You know, it's infectious. Please be careful. You know, go about your normal lives and um, don't do anything that could compromise your commitment to us. Um, and, you know, we'll be we'll be testing. We'd urge you to get vaccinated, but obviously we can't force you to do that yet. That's another topic. Mm-hmm. Um be careful, and we'll do what other workplaces around the country are doing. You know, we're most you know my workplace, and I'm sure others are urging their workers to be careful as well. Yep. You know, if people in their family are showing symptoms, they're urging you to test. Um, some workplaces are instigating testing themselves, and that's why I would do it. And if if it means that by following the guidance and by being sensible, that cases within a football club are rising, then address it. Then um, it, it may mean that games are postponed. Uh, but, you know, we can catch up with those games. And having a two-week circuit break in football over a period of four or five games causes a much bigger problem. It's yeah,
4: a fair argument. i tell you what, what... what... Can't argue with I can't well, argue with it. Mike, took yeah, second do...
2: time on the pod, and he smashed it. smashed
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, it. Just going to give Mike a few minutes just to come up with a, a three-phrase slogan. You know, like, catch it, bin it, kill it, and uh, hand space, face space, that... Yeah. Come up with your own, because that was very political. Uh, and while you're coming up with it, Mike... No pressure, Mike. No, no pressure, I've Mike. I've got it, I've got it. You I've better, good. It, right? you better <laughs> be good. Um, talking about vaccination as Mike was, Neil. He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he brought it up. He brought it up. Yeah. Um Should the players all be being told
4: to get vaccinated? Uh, can I just loop back to something Mike said? You can. And ignore the vaccination question for a moment. So Mike said about... Testing players, testing what we find. So, you know I love the NFL. Any chance to bring it up. Oh yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way the Niners are flying.
0: <laughs> but so, but don't they own a stake in Leeds United as well? why
2: yeah. do you
4: think, Mike's
2: here? <laughs> <laughs> Neil's wearing a Niners hat. I think It's, I it's yeah, like yeah, a it's subliminal message. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> well, the the Forty uh,
4: Niners coach the other day was wearing a Leeds
2: United jacket yeah. in his press conference. Really? Okay. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Good lad Good <laughs> lad
4: But so the, the, the NFL has had massive, massive problems with COVID uh, yeah. over the last two, couple of weeks. So there's that. The usually the the way the games work in the NFL there's a there's a Thursday night game. And then there's uh, a shed load of games Sunday, uh, a late game on Sunday, then a game on the Monday night. So, the, the week just gone. Uh, three of them, I think, have been cancelled because of COVID. Uh, but the, the Cleveland Browns, uh, which is interestingly Tom Cliff's team. Uh, oh. He loves the Brains, as he calls them. The Brains. The Brains. The um, Brains.
2: Evening Tom. Yeah,
4: even Tom. Uh, they've <laughs> had major issues. Or morning, you can uh, really yeah. listen to it. <laughs> <us. laughs> uh, and they've had, they're basically, they're, they're finding hundreds of cases, you know, every week um, in the NFL. So, what they've done is, they're literally yesterday, they've change their legislation and change their rules and guidance for they only get tested if they've got symptoms right okay so essentially hiding hide uh,
0: so if we don't know about it it's okay to be fair i've seen a lot of people on social media saying stop testing and it'll all go away it, it, yeah. but
4: you know and do i agree with that Probably not, because I think it causes more problems in the long run. Yeah. But on the face of it, you can see, right, that if however many percentage of people are asymptomatic, they never know they've even got it and mm. stuff. Why are we worrying about it? Yeah. yeah, it is a good thing, it is a good question. But America be America, right, so they do what they want. Well, that's it. Um, on your vaccination question, Yeah. we already spoke about this, didn't we? We did. And Prom- prompted us to press record it yeah. Did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my opinion is no, you can't force people to be vaccinated, it's a personal choice okay. and that's the beauty of the free world because we live in a democracy everybody Yeah. And, and while I agree the best thing to do and I'm, oh, it's got really quiet that's pretty <laughs> <or." laughs> not really like, people are listening to us I don't want to actively <laughs> advertise that I am triple vaccinated because those lads over there look like they're not well, they were a massive. The, yeah. Um, but I... So while there could be listeners, Neil. You don't know it. I'm not sure they've ever heard of a podcast, Charles. No. Um, <laughs> while I... So I think being vaccinated is the right thing to do. Um I don't think it's part of our duty to look after each other and look after those close to us uh, and other people. I don't think you can force someone to have it. I don't think it's the right thing to do. Uh,
0: I don't think it should be a personal choice. I, th- I think... So I I come from it from the angle of obviously... I mean, I know, obviously, your Mrs... Dave's in the police force. <laughs> your Mrs. Dave is in the police yeah. force, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beautifully cut and edit, edited <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> uh, My Mrs. is a nurse. Um, I come at it from the option of, or from the, the, the point of view, really, of being that I think... I think people should be educated well enough to make an informed decision. I, I, I see far too many people basically citing things Bullocks. that, yeah, essentially rubbish that isn't yeah. true, and they're Agreed. they're basing their opinion or their, their their decision on rather ill-informed, you know, messaging and things. But that's okay, right? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. I've got no, I don't know. I do have an issue with it. I, th- I think they should be educated on it better and they should take a more informed opinion
4: in your, However, in your opinion
0: in, more, in my opinion which is then
4: difficult yeah so I, you, I, I you know saying, I agree with you by the way yes, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying I'm trying to look at it from their point yeah. Yeah. The,
2: the, the point is the opinion thing isn't it yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah everybody yeah, has an opinion exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean look right. the way that
0: I say and you know I, I'm sure there will be people listening right now that disagree with me and that's absolutely yeah. fine what I've got no yeah. <laughs> every week <laughs> every week <laughs> um, but you know my opinion is that if, especially if you're going to care about somebody, so I, 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 this isn't really football related, obviously, but if you're going <laughs> well, to care about the for somebody, podcast, don't worry, mate. Yeah, if you're going to care for somebody, so like the way that my missus does it at a hospital, then surely you want to make sure that you're you're protecting the people that you're looking after as
4: much as you possibly can. So it's funny you say that, because I told you I listened to Five Live earlier. Yes, yeah, you do. Yeah. And uh, I'm a very intelligent guy, uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but there was a nurse that rang up. Uh, it was uh, Naga Munchetty's show, I don't know if you've yes, heard no, it, Yes, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, and this nurse, she was brilliant to be fair, and the point you just made mm-hmm. was her empathy is gone because most of the people she's seeing in her hospital are unvaccinated yeah. and she she specifically said about a man that had been in with his pregnant wife uh, I think recently um, and she physically explained to him asked him to give her a reason why he's not vaccinated he couldn't really give one apart from like you said some former Facebook stuff read some stuff on Facebook about yeah. 5G and all this sort of stuff or whatever yeah. it may be Um you think that would make people want it yeah, it's expensive yeah, yeah. isn't it <laughs> yeah, faster internet right yeah, yeah. Um, sign me up and, and, sh- and so she what
0: imagine done, the iFollow would never buffer <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey
4: I've, I've never had a problem with iFollow have you
2: no no it's generally been fine for me yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there we go I'm vaccinated
4: so I've got 5G yeah but yeah her point was that she she is now finding it really, really difficult to to treat these patients. She still does it because it's her job and stuff. Yeah, of course. But she physically now gives them. She she goes onto Google and she prints off where their nearest vaccination centre is, um, and says go and get vaccinated now. I mean, obviously they're probably not going to because they they've made their mind up and yeah. stuff. But it must be so frustrating doing that job, right? It's hard. Yeah.
2: My, 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 my thought about the about the footballers oh, is so.
0: Yeah, bring it back, Mike. Well, yeah, done, yeah, Mike. yeah, back. yeah back, back in the uh, Mike. To <laughs> podcast, Mike. This is what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring you back in, yeah. Neil. No, Takes so,
2: to yeah. me edit twenty minutes of worth of content out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on purpose. So, um, yeah. So, my opinion is, um, it should be a personal choice. You know, n- nobody should be forced to do anything against their will or, or what they don't want, mm. and everybody should be able to make their own opinion on whether they become vaccinated or not. I oh, agree. Um, now, within the football club, and, and as someone, you know, if I was somebody that ran a professional team. If your choice to not become vaccinated meant that you either jeopardise your colleagues or put your own put at risk your commitment to your employer, then that's a different conversation. You know, if you, if, you, if being unvaccinated means you're missing lots of time at training or coming in to do what is effectively your job, then that becomes a separate conversation. And particularly in the lower leagues where contracts are short. You know, does it does it become a topic, and that's a, a sort of employers' way of looking at it. It's
0: a great point on, on that because I mean, obviously, I, I, mean, I was self-employed, so slightly different. But I remember what it was like when I was employed at Spoons. Obviously, the uh, sickness policy, for example. So if you they were off, weather the spoons? Yeah. Well, well surprisingly, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you've got it where you work, yeah, both yeah. of you. Yeah. Is that? So let's say I worked for you, Neil. If I was off sick, I think four times maybe something like that yeah, all, yeah. In the sa- all for the same reason in the same year in the same year
4: 12 months then you period. would
0: then be having uh, uh, some sort of oh, meeting you, you, with you'd me. be
4: coming into my office sunshine oh kind of turned on right now yeah. not <laughs> <like
0: this>. uh, <laughs> but there'd be some sort of policy there's that repercussions you'd be you know, yeah, and, yeah. and repercussions on it and what you're basically saying Mike is that it shouldn't
4: be any different.
2: No, agreed. agree, yeah. yeah. It's, it's still a workplace, you know, be it a professional football club so the, or the argument
4: I, I would, The argument to that is, um, and I, one business I know, not my business as it happens, but one business I know, um, if you have COVID, then it doesn't impact. Mm-hmm. And in my view, that's okay because it's a global pandemic. So yeah. everyone's probably going to catch COVID. Yeah. So should that impact your sickness record possibly not but I guess to your point Mike is has that person done everything they can do to protect themselves and those around them you could argue not yeah I agree
2: yeah. I mean m- m- most workplaces and I assume football teams are the same are, are pushing advice on how to protect yourself as best you can that the best way in I think all of our opinions is to be vaccinated yeah, yeah, if agree. you choose not to do that again it's your choice but are you going against the advice of your employer and does that mean there's a conversation should it affect your ability to yeah. p- to fulfill your commitment to them as your paid you know you paying employer
0: an interesting thing that i've seen today as we speak and i mean you know look it was an opinion piece written in a particular newspaper that well, at least it was a charles it was the daily mail <laughs> <laughs> and i, I
2: wouldn't believe um,
4: just, just, just to be
2: clear me, Neil and I a, a little bit away yeah <laughs> yeah we're shifting away um
0: the opinion piece was basically saying what part of it was saying that look the fans have done their bit by getting vaccinated football has now been for the last eight nine months or whatever it's been back with crowds um maybe the, the players you know it should be their you know their turn basically to you, repay it
4: That's this is what the yeah, no, thing I mean, you can't saying. say that the fans have done their bit because there's obviously going to be fans that aren't
2: vaccinated but, yeah, but, but, are but, but, right. but, but to that point though fans in maybe not you know in Northampton Town terms but certainly Premier League fans yeah, yeah. will be kind of forced to be vaccinated if they want to go you, so yeah. you're going to have to prove that you're yeah. vaccinated yeah. to go so yeah. That's fair. to go to the game you have to yeah. have done that so, so if anything it Again, support a low elite
4: club.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah, 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 Come to Barrow. Oh, no, you can't unbox <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> the other thing that was mentioned and was said was that you're not seeing any of the high... Pr- you're not seeing Harry Kane, the England captain, turning around and saying, you should go and get vaccinated. Now, think about... Let's look at the Black it's, Lives it's, Matter thing. He's pointing. For a second. I am pointing. He's pointed, Sorry, he's got not a... usually face to face. He's very, so don't to get to he's very pointed. He's very pointed. But look at look at how um, football in general and the players, especially at the top end of the game, have used their position to put across their feelings and and you know their point in regards to racism, which we all agree here, and I'm sure everybody listening agrees, should you know just not be a thing. Yep, agreed. But you've not heard any of that no one's come out player wise and said anything about we think you should go and get your vac- vaccine whereas you have seen other people so like Alan Shearer's has come out and done a, a video that I think the Premier League released this week saying go and get your vaccination help protect other people blah blah you know normal yeah. sort of stuff same thing with a few TV personalities football though not happened nothing and I think the point that was being made in this 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 you know, opinion the Daily Mail piece in the Daily Mail <laughs> <laughs> was that are the play the play? Well, I mean, he, he didn't ask the question. He stated that the players are scared of the dark areas of social media and the repercussions that they will get from those people who, you know, black and white. There's no grey area yeah. kind of thing. Will just shout at them. It's easier than say nothing, right? Yeah, um, it is, isn't it? It what, what, is
2: easy. What we have seen, in, and it, this is only in the last couple of days, I've noticed it. It may be before, but some managers, I think, it, a Klopp. Oh, there you go. Oh, hello. So, oh. so I think Jurgen Klopp ball. was one. Eddie Howe, I think, was another saying they, they'll consider they, they may not, they may not consider signing unvaccinated players. Um, and that's kind of all I've heard. But that's been very recent. Hold on, uh, one Charles is trying to talk. Normal or diet right? What, uh, no? it's Pepsi and diet
4: please yeah, there you go look live order yeah there you go live order it's interesting isn't it Mike because I'm trying to think it's much easier for a manager to come out and say something about yeah. about the vaccine I'm trying to think when you're involved in football heavily right with, with uh, the lads that you coach and all that yeah. sort of thing and stuff I'm trying to think when I played football albeit at a really low level mm-hmm. um, yeah. It is a different environment, isn't it? Yeah. And if I'm Harry Kane, as to use Charles' example, or if I'm I know, Ronaldo or whoever it may be, do I want the hassle of all the abuse you're going to get, which you are going to get abuse if you
2: come out and say,
4: everyone should be getting vaccinated or everyone should be getting... You're going
2: to get a lot of abuse. Yeah. Do I want that? The, 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 the other problem as well from a player's point of view is it, it's, it can be a risky thing to say when it's difficult to implement in real life. So if Harry Kane or whoever urges fans to be vaccinated or to socially distance, and then... I mean, you look at the government at the minute. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. if, if they're seen to not have done that, then instant headlines, yeah? Yeah. I mean, but we, we used Black Lives Matter as an example a minute ago. I mean, that's... Probably much a, a much easier thing to support as a footballer because you know one, you know I know opinions and all that sort of thing, but you know it's it's fairly. You know, cut and dry, isn't it? He's being old. being you know being a racist, being a racist, being racist, like a racist <laughs> is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it's unlikely that someone like Harry Kane, having supported Black Lives Matter, will be spotted being racist now yeah. in public. You know, it's not going to happen because he's not a racist person. Yeah. Whereas the vaccination and, and all that sort of stuff is a much wide open topic, and it and it has much, you know it divides opinion. It's also uh, vaccination
4: stuff is also. Uh, a, a personal thing, right? Yeah, agree. Yeah. You're having something put into your own body. Yeah. Um, and we're all on the same page. We think it's the right thing to do, but there will be people that won't think it's the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah. And it
2: should be, without a doubt, your own choice. Yeah. You? yeah. Like yeah, yeah.
4: Whereas, I guess, with the Black Lives Matter thing, especially, it's... I mean, again, we'll use Harry Kane as an example. Yeah. He will never have been directly affected by that. He's a white, mid-twenties male. Yeah, I agree, yeah. From England, so he's yeah. never going to experience that. Yeah, He's had a bit of abuse online about how he talks and stuff yeah, but yeah. in terms of racism he's never gonna so it's much easier to support cause it's yeah. directly affect him yeah. it's uh, it's, a, it's a difficult one isn't it it'd be interesting to get because i've no doubt there'll be people that listen to this that haven't been vaccinated and will refuse to yeah there's uh, so there's one of my and, and this is where i find it really really interesting so there's so my, i'm 40 next year but unbelievable i know i look great mike thank you um you look lovely thank you Um, so I'm planning to to go abroad for my 40th as like a last sort of like the last hurrah. The last hurrah. Yeah, the yeah, like, okay. last hurrah yeah. before you're old. Where you can relive your youth a little bit and, and get smashed and be an yeah. idiot and stuff. And he's going to Iron up first. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, actually. Yeah. Um, you can go there when you're a bit older, mate. You'll probably have more money with it. Yeah, about yeah, me. But yeah, mate, older, yeah,
2: Life begins at 40. <laughs> I'm, I'm also 40 next year, so yeah. I'm I'll oh, see
4: you in Vegas, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Clutching at straws. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but the point is, so, so one of the. And I, I hope he doesn't listen. In uh, fact, he, he doesn't. But you you, you you may know him, Barry, Ollie's friend, uh, and yeah. my friend. Uh, You'll know him from the stag do. I'm, I'm going to tell him to listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's his partner, uh, who he's got a child with, and you know, they're engaged. Damn. They're going to get married. Um, she's not vaccinated. Um, for whatever reason, she's got her opinion. I've, I've spoken to her about it, and it's about the whole. You know, I don't know what's in it. It doesn't feel like it's been tested enough and all that sort of stuff and that. And I was like, well, you do know that means, you know, you're obviously invited to Vegas. You're not going to be able to come. Mm. Oh, yeah, but I'll get it done for Vegas. So that means I can't go. And then it's kind of like, well, hold on a minute. You obviously don't think that much and your morals aren't that strong about it. That you flatly, flat out... So I almost have more respect for those people that just will flat out refuse to have it. Yeah, Irris- one ir- go Irrespective respect. of the circumstances. No yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I don't trust good. it. Fine, you obviously truly believe that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, oh, that's going to impact me. Yeah, of course, jab it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go on the piss. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you
4: see what I mean? Like, it's those, it's those mm-hmm. bits I sort of shrug. And,
2: and, and, and you know what as well? You could... If we if we had time, you, you could brainstorm and get a group in and talk about the pros and cons of having it and not having it. And it could be a, a four-hour discussion and you'd need a whiteboard the size of this room, right? So it's a, it's a big debate, isn't it? And it's a Charles
4: hard Charles does one. have a whiteboard in his car. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out, Charles.
2: But there's no right answer either. It's there's it's no right answer. There's a personal yeah. answer. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Did we get your uh, your little phrase,
2: Mike? Um... So yeah, I, I did have the, the one that is that immediately swung to mine was F the Posh, is that that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah.
4: we'll, we'll go Well done. Um, but well no no I'll tell you what, if 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 next next press conference Boris Johnson does <laughs> and on the front of his little lectern it says fuck the posh yeah. he gets my vote <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. finally turn it around, he'll right? turn it complete around yeah. yeah.
2: What about so if f- he doesn't says it but invites you to a cheese and wine party you fancy that I do like cheese and I do like wine I agree I mean we're on a
4: work night out now right so it's fine this is a work meeting this is a work meeting or yeah. it's
0: just, yeah. just post work yeah. drinks this is
4: where I live and work so it's yeah, okay
2: Absolutely. No, so I, I was going to say, so the, the phrase I was going to say, but this is based on my opinion only, uh, was don't be stupid. Nice. That's what I was going to say. Don't I like be stupid. It. Love the, it. I like the, it. Um, that, that could open a can of worms. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, now, let's open those worms. Yeah, yeah.
0: We'll, 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 we'll just take a very quick break, mainly because Neil sat there looking at me like he wants to go and have a cigarette. Um, I'm internally smoking. Yeah, inter- yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> oh. uh, and we'll be back with a little bit of post actually. <sighs> support the podcast on patreon by joining the it's all cobblers to me fan club every month you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our meet the staff series hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. It's time to read your letters out But things have changed, so listen out If you want to write about Northampton Town You'll need to write this next bit down Just have a rant, or just some fun At podcast at cobblers to me dot com No matter if we lose or win Send us your thoughts Come on Get them in So we had a, a live rendition Of Gareth Neil's postbag jingle At the NTFC women game yesterday Oh what? You missed it oh. You'd been there early in the day hadn't you Neil? Uh, no he didn't have a game Oh we didn't have a game no, So no, you yeah. could have come in the afternoon Is that what you're telling me now?
4: No well, I had a 70th birthday
2: party Oh of course you did yeah. Yeah, that's Hold what on You just told us you were 40 now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Do you know what? Mike can come and get <laughs> <laughs> no, interesting, so we were talking about COVID, right? So um, my lad, you were saying you took all, all your team to uh, gravity. Yeah. So my lad, he had his football uh, party at Tempin Bowling. Oh, Tempin. Thursday night. Every day since then, there's been a message on the WhatsApp group saying, oh, by the way, such and such has now tested positive. So I'm possibly okay. spreading... Oh, don't say that. Right, Mike's been at Gravity with 80 kids. Oh, that's true. He's a super spreader.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the post bag. Yes. (laughs) Your post bag. I'll read it out. My bulging post bag. Mm. Um, This is from John Mantle. Mm. Mm -hmm. Brace yourself, boys. Uh, It's a bit of a long one. Hi all, love the show. Thanks for all you do. Quick one that's been on my mind for a while now. When slash if the yeast stand is developed, how will the away allocation work? as obviously, currently a proportion of the East is given over to away supporters. The point being, I would be interested in a box for either matches or even a season, but would not want the box behind an away following. My understanding is that boxes would run along the entire stand, maybe this won't be the case. Struggling to see how this would work, as in the First Division, many teams would bring with them more fans than the 980 or so housed in the South Stand. So would, for most home games, have to give up space in the new East End. I really do think that the East End should be completed as a much wider plan for the stadium, but sadly can't see this happening. Oddly, I'm amazed that the club don't reach out to businesses to support financially and have naming rights, for example. Also surprised like that the the PGS club... Academy. Yeah. Also surprised that the club never seemed to want to raise any capital through some sort of share supporter scheme. I'm sure other clubs have done something similar. Anyway, have a great Christmas and keep up the great work. And that's from John Mantle. It's um, so obviously a fair bit there, but the East Stand, massive
4: topic, as we always have. Talking of topics. Oh, marathon. Topic chocolate bar. Topic chocolate, yeah. Not massive anymore. No? No. I used Same to, with everything.
2: I used to prefer a picnic. Oh, no.
4: I had a picnic the other day. Oh, and a whisper gold. <laughs> Oh, I love a whisper oh. gold. Anyway, poor John. Sorry, yeah, sorry, John. Poor John yeah. and his
0: question. Sorry, John. Don't dilute it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, with your talk of chocolate. I love chocolate. Um, it's the festive season. It is the festive season. Chocolate coins and, and all yeah, of that, like yeah. Christmas bourbons. Christmas bourbons. Oh, Danny's missing out, yeah, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, first things first, let's tackle the away allocation side of things. Well, it won't if, change, will it? Well, the away allocation probably won't change. No, but how would you feel if you had a box and then
2: right
0: below that box was the away fans? Mike?
2: So I I think, firstly, the the, the away allocation thing probably won't change. And and I would say that most box holders or box takers would probably not consider that as an issue. And and if it was such an issue that it was at the front of your mind, it should probably be mentioned when putting your box. Request one further down. Request one at the north end (laughs) of the ground. Yeah, I mean, the... Yeah, I mean, the away allocation will be as per requirement. You know, bigger clubs will get a bigger allocation. Where they're located, I don't think it will be considered by the club at all.
0: I mean, I, th- I, th- I think, like John said there, that he'd like to see the East End plan being part of a wider development of six. I th- and then he talks about getting into the Championship. I, th- I think, in fairness, if we got into the Championship, we would probably have, well, I say probably, I would like to see, and I'm sure every fan in the you know, listening, would like to see the, the south stand at least, maybe having, because what is it, six, they could literally have the same again added on top. I I is think, that right? Of the well, the think, north, the uh, south and the east? Was that an, the original uh, blueprint? I, think,
4: I don't think it's as, it's quite as simple as that. Okay. I think that's the historical way. It's easy just to lob another tier on top. I, I lob think, it on. Lob it, yeah. I think I'm sure that uh, Gareth Wilshire... As said before, it's not quite as simple as that. Mm. I, I would actually like to see the corners filled in.
0: Yeah. I think I think you get into issues with the uh, floodlights. I mean, it's a huge thing.
4: Yeah, that, and but yeah. Uh, I've no doubt it's probably not yeah. that easy. Um,
0: but and just plus, like, where will Tony Ansell sell his burgers? I mean, it's not Tony Ansell. Like yeah, where are the St
4: John's Ambulance guys going? Oh, God, don't don't even do Much it. Much to think about. But actually, going back to the box thing, mm. so if you think of Luton... Oh, do you know what I was thinking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember the Saints fans? Yes, yeah. yes, I remember the Saints fan. What was bastard. he doing, bastard? <laughs> but at Luton, you can get a box, and obviously it's home fans only on that side, right? And mm-hmm. it's no different. I think I think Mike's right. I think if you're a, if you're going in a box, a lot of a lot of boxes are generally owned by corporate. Businesses. Businesses. That Looking to entertain clients. Entertain clients yeah. or hire them out and stuff. So it's probably not so much of an issue. And Mike's point is bang on. If you're that worried about it, being brutally honest, John, when you're going to buy your box, just say, can I make sure I have it at of least no further than the middle of the East End? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I don't think it's really one to consider that much. Also, you know, if you are in f- you know, if it is the away friends in front of you, then you've got that great opportunity to give them the old...
0: Absolutely, the which old is what the Saints fan it. did at Luton, sure. wasn't yeah. it? He stood there,
2: arms wide. Yeah. Throw a few pickled onions yeah. over, yeah. The, yeah. over yeah. Yeah. the egg.
4: Like <laughs> broad sandwiches. <laughs> sandwich.
2: yeah. Yeah. broad yeah. sandwiches,
0: definitely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, I do think with the... I, I agree with the fact that I, I do think there should be an idea, at least, of what would happen with the rest of the stadium further down the line. Calvin Thomas has, has quite often said, hasn't he, about the fact that essentially he doesn't believe doesn't buy in into the mantra it, yeah. of build Bill it and they will come. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be honest, I'm the same. Look at the George Reynolds Arena, Darlington 30,000 mm. all seats stadium. Or but, a, yeah. M- MK Johns. Well. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you all could these
4: argue. Does George Reynolds Arena, I agree. I mean, they were only ever getting attendances of 1,500 anyway at Feetons yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. um MK Dons you could argue and I hate them don't get me wrong but sometimes they'll get Nine, ten thousand. So slowly but surely. Yeah, it's obviously too big for them. But I think there's that element. Yeah, I mean, it's still like a thirty thousand seat. I know, and and that's where the I don't. I do buy into the build it and they will come thing. Right. If you're sensible with it, I'm not suggesting that suddenly we should build six fields up into a thirty thousand seat stadium. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But at the moment, we can only house nine hundred and fifty away fans unless we give them a bit of the East end Yeah. In theory, I mean, how many times in the past when we had that when we won the league? we we had you know three quarters of the south standard points didn't we towards the end of the season yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and we probably could have sold it you know another thousand on top of that yeah. and stuff. so there is times and there is places i think i don't know the costings of it that's and i imagine it would be a fair bit of money, money to whack another tier on yeah and it's that balance okay well, look it's going to cost us two million quid to put another tier on when are we going to ever get that back but that does seem a little bit to me like small-time small, time, small time thinking a little bit of we're never going to be successful enough. And I don't really like that. Because to me as a fan, it's like, well, where's our ambition?
0: I think the one thing, uh, and this leads us on to the other point that John made about the, you know, speaking to local businesses or, you know, crowdfunding schemes and that sort of thing. I, the one thing that you've got to remember is that, you know, look, you're asking people to spend, you know, essentially one or two people, Kelvin Thomas, David Bauer, to spend money on something you want them to get. It's basically like me, Mike, turning around to you and saying, Buy me a PlayStation 5, mate. Yeah. I was really say that. Mike's got a present <laughs> there, isn't <yeah. laughs> <laughs> It's not a present, to a it's not a bribe. <laughs> <Ruin> a, <laughs> a surprise,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult one. And then again, it's an opinion thing, right? Everyone's going to. I mean, I think we've all got slightly different opinions on what's yeah. the right thing to do. I, yeah. I, I think,
2: I mean, the. Yeah. I, know, I know we were closed down last time, but our away allocation is undoubtedly too small for even League One, right? I mean, we, we know that the top end of League One is a mini-championship, isn't it? And some of those teams travel well. I, I, I think that's the thing. So I, so
0: I can think of a few. So Sunderland yeah. would bring more than what we can house. Yeah. Ipswich, Portsmouth maybe. Um, Sheffield Wednesday are in League One at the moment. I like they, they yeah. can definitely bring more. Charlton. Yeah. So there's
2: five. Yeah,
0: I don't think there's that many. I, I see what you're saying, and I do agree with that on that side of things. But then you also look at like the other teams: Accrington, the Fleetwood, yeah, Fleetwood. Yeah. You know, Peterborough. I know they're in the Championship now, but their away support. I don't care what Darren McAntony says. Compare their away support to our support going away from yeah. home.
2: The shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right, actually. Yeah.
0: So. I think what often when when it will go to a business case, you'd probably find that what they do is that they'd look at averages. So, yes, they could definitely make more money out of Sunderland coming to town. But then an Accrington or a Fleetwood or a Wimbledon, they're still only going to get three to four hundred. More
2: Yeah, yeah, great. So,
0: therefore. Uh, having a larger away end isn't going to actually you know every single game give us more give us more money you've got look at it this way at the end of the day what they could do is they could turn around and probably say well those games against Sunderland Ipswich Charlton that that Portsmouth the fallen you know big guns Fallen giants kind of thing, you know. We'll get more home fans wanting to go to see those games. All you've got to do is look what happens when we pull a big name out for the FA Cup or the yeah. League Cup. You know, more people want to come and watch, don't they? So, I I think that's probably, and I don't know this, but that's probably where they look at it and they just go, well, when it comes down to it, it is a case of, you know, yes, the Sundlands will bring more, but your Atkinson's will never match what we've already got. So. You know, Accrington could be running away with League One and they still wouldn't bring 950 fans. Yeah.
2: And it will be cost versus forecast, wouldn't it, for the whole season, I guess? So they need, I mean, this thing's only paying for, don't they? And if the average away attendances aren't going to pay for the stand, then it's almost certainly not going to happen, is it?
0: I mean, that's it. I mean, I think that there is a lot more that can be done to generate more income. And that you should. Like a water park, maybe. Like a water park, Neil, yes. (laughs) Um, I mean, I like the. I don't know if you guys have seen it but on the hotel end there's um the guy Steve Massey talking about the this Steve Massey well potential well his pseudonym is Steve Massey something or other isn't it and he's talking about a brewery and a and a and a staging sort of thing not necessarily I I, I don't quite understand it I'll be honest whether it is the actual north stand stand with RC but however it's you know looking You know, he's talking about there getting a brewery on site, stuff that will actually then generate funds potentially for the football club. There are other things. I mean, I'm not saying that that is the way to definitely go because I don't know what the plans are in full, but it sounds more promising and it does actually make you think, well, what could the football club be doing to generate income on a 24-7 basis, three, six, five days of the year, rather than just the 21, 22 days that they get at the moment football you know Saturdays essentially and Tuesday nights things like that I mean it does need somebody to come in with an idea that shows that it actually with a business plan that shows it could be successful and could generate funds to actually change the way that football works I mean we're looking at getting Kelvin Thomas and uh, to come on and talk about the fair fair uh, fair games the uh, uh, the the Organisation that are going but the fan led review that Tracy Crouch led for the, the government um, we're looking to get Kelvin to come and talk about that to us and also getting somebody from Fair Game to talk to us about it as well in the new year um, somebody needs to come along and find a different way of making football sustainable because at the end of the day at the moment I think the video that, the 20 minute video that Kelvin released on the NTFC website on Friday maybe I haven't haven't seen it. Well, he he, he talks about how essentially if we were to be sustainable, and I know that there are questions to ask about this, but if we were to be run sustainably, we'd have a budget that would put us in the bottom two of League Two. Now, no fan is going to accept that. Not for a club the size, and I say that in inverted commas, of Northampton Town. Because we are a top-end very bottom end of League One club, aren't we? Top end of League Two, bottom end of like League 1.5? League One. 1. Yeah, League 1.5 club. You imagine those years that we were at right at the bottom of League Two, you know, Gary Johnson, for example, right down there <laughs> before, yeah, Aide Boothroyd, the last thing, mm-hmm. you know, when Chris Wilder comes in, we were looking at, you know, potentially going out of the no fan was happy I remember back then sort of 2013 14 that sort of time you know I remember actually thinking to myself I'm not bothered anymore I'm done with it isn't that the problem
4: apathy is apathy the right word I know what apathy means but is it the right word because is it so for me as a fan I get frustrated feels like things will never change and Look, understand, you start supporting cobblers, you soon readily realise that we are where we are in the yeah. football pyramid. And, you know, but and even with all this talk of East End and all that sort of stuff and that, it's not going to change our world, is it?
2: No, I, don't exactly. I mean, what, what, what I'd like, and this, this is very sort of pie in the sky, I guess, is that the right saying? It's, it's a very optimistic thing. Is it a fake chic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I saw some Chinese investors. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah six million. But, but, but what I'd like is is for people that come and visit the club to have the same feeling that we have when we go to a moderate size game yeah. um, with Northampton. So, trying to think of an example recently, I know it was a cup game, but Swansea City, for example, Yeah. a couple of years ago I went there, arrived at the stadium, big impressive ring. I know you can't really compare, that. you know, they've been in the Premier League recently, so it's probably not a good comparison, but... And we go to somewhere like Swansea. Um, name an example that you know Bradford, maybe, or, Bradford. or somewhere, somewhere Shrewsbury in either Shrewsbury, yeah. Yep. Uh, but you go to the stadium. Um, great atmosphere. You enter the stadium, and you, you know, when you, you go through that bit where you, you, you enter the concourse and you go out into the stadium yeah, itself, yeah. and you kind of get that kind of wow. It's a bit like, factor. whoa. whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is good. You know, we yeah. like to go. I mean, I'd I, I use an example actually. I go back to my FA Cup adventure that we're talking about. Um, the last round we went to was AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, we arrived at Wimbledon, and the ground not particularly big, I mean, think, holds ten thousand. Uh, but it, it was an impressive place to be. You know, we went we went up the stairs entered into the huge concourse, went through the doors and got that, you know, nice, don't you know, nice ground, big yeah. stand, looks really good. And, you know, it was instantly impressive and that's what I'd like people to think about when they come to us. Yeah. And, and that's a hard thing to balance when you talk about how you pay for something like that and it's not anything we can all answer, is it?
4: It's really difficult because I think there's an element of match day experience as well and I know have we won an award from match day experience
0: years ago we've, we've had like um, stuff is it the, yeah it was the family, yeah, the family was the excellence family. award or something yeah, like that yeah. but I mean a lot of clubs are awarded that it's not just Relatively. one top club gets it I think a bit like yeah. podcast of the year
4: very easy to win right <laughs> Why would you say something like <laughs> that? Uh, Charles is frowning. This Charles country, is I say frowning that, yeah. is kind. He's <laughs> giving me a James White
0: Yeah, in yeah damn right I, I think that, look,
2: Just because you didn't do anything win it. <laughs> <laughs> so with the greatest respect to the club, I think the family award is kind of, do you do a penalty shootout before the yeah. game and, and do you give out free colouring books? You know, yeah. So.
0: And I think also with that is that, I mean, maybe me now... I. I, I I get that a little bit more now. I've started taking a, my daughter to the football this season, and obviously Neil, you take your kids
4: um, so when Mike they want to takes go. Takes his kids, not my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, But and you know, might you take yours as well? But you know, I was never bothered about that. At all. You know, I couldn't care less if Clarence was round the other side of the East what's stand. The, what's
2: not what makes go. It, I,
0: that wasn't anything to do with me. I mean, I get it now, I, I, even though we've never actually, I, you know, I've never actually taken Amelia around the East stand where the family bit is before the match. Mm. Um, you know, but she does want to meet Clarence. She's got a little Clarence, you know, plush toy thing. And, you know, she, she was actually quite gutted that she forgot to bring him down, thinking she was going to go to the game this week.
4: So I think there's a I think there is obviously some some children that like like that like me Amelia, Amelia's a great example, but mm. so if I think to my Dave. my No, well, my lads, <laughs> every time they ever talk to me about their memories of going to a cobbler's game, one of the games they always bring up is uh, when Coventry. There, I don't know if you remember. I think we beat them three nil, um, but there was, yeah, yeah, there was yeah, flares yeah. and there was a bit yeah. of excitement and yeah. a big atmosphere. The, the, the things they talk about, is and like they, and when we got promoted, and you know, everyone went down to Sixfields and waiting for the buses and stuff. It's the atmosphere and it's yeah. like the loudness of it. And it, it, I look back to when I first started going to football. My, one of my earliest ever memories, which got me into football, was at Filbert Street, Leicester City v Oldham Athletic. Uh, my My dad was a big Oldham fan. He used to take me to watch Oldham and and we were in the stand behind the goal. There was a massive fight, a huge fight between fans and stuff. And I bloody loved it. (laughs)
2: Like,
4: I mean, I was only seven or something, Mm. but it was like, I was like, football is brilliant. So I think there's a balance. And I think if you're and I've, I've tried to take friends my own friends to Cobblers games like Ollie, you, you know Ollie. Yeah. Mike, he's come to a couple of games, home ones not so much. The ones he talks about is daggering him away. Yeah. What a day that was! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. It's Portsmouth the, away. Portsmouth Valley. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's that sort of thing. It's it's so there's, there's and I don't know how you recreate that oh, because yeah. it's usually it's situation specific. A lot of the I
0: time. know I've talked about it a couple of times since you know the, the game, but Tranmere, the away game at Tranmere this year. The, they had that fan park outside yeah. i mean it was a massive marquee tent yeah. you know with an Oktoberfest going on because it was well october, it was october. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know they they had stuff there yeah. for you know for, it's all well and good i think you know you've got your stuff for your kids but you also want stuff for the the, the, the grown ups if you like yeah, you know yeah. but the the yeah, more and more I, I think there was a there was a video wasn't there on twitter um last week who did we play away from home Harrogate wasn't Harrogate, it a yeah, yeah. Gr- group of lads in the pub before the Harrogate oh, game a great old you loved it didn't you having that sing song and yeah. I because I, I, you know sent a message through the WhatsApp just sort of going kids eh you were like I love that Absolutely. no don't get me wrong I wasn't saying oh this is bad Charles hated them I, I hated them hated no I didn't but I you know it was great to see because they were what early 20 lads yeah, were, yeah, early yeah. 20s they were youth, all, youth, youth. proper youth yeah. Um, NAT, yeah, yeah, the nat. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it was, you know, it's great to see. But what do they have at, at Six Hills for a home game? Because you look at it and you go, the the singing support is split between the south of the west and uh, the west stand, and then the north stand where you sit, Mike. You know, there's no. There's been talk about having a singing section in the past, don't, hasn't there? No, I mean, I don't think it. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, work, it doesn't it. work.
4: And also, well, I think having a singing section as well it, forces it. Yeah, it needs to it be organic. Work. Yeah, all you need, and I always heart back to this. You'll know this, Charles, but I always heart back to what they have at Plymouth. Mm. Like they have a Dave massive Banana. Dave Banana, Yeah, fantastic <laughs> comedian. Um, <laughs> they have a massive marquee. They've got a a bar in there They have a stage Dave Banana does a set Before every game Brilliant Look him up on YouTube If you want Mike He's brilliant Check him out Yeah you you will look back (laughs) (laughs) Um, All we need Is a massive marquee Place for fans To go and drink And get served In a decent time I know we've got Cars bar But let's be honest very small takes a while takes a while to get a beer in there because of the size I, I will point that the out it's nothing to do it's with the, the staff yes. it's you not, can't get enough yeah, people yeah, behind the bar to serve it's, quickly it's too small that's, that's what it is yeah, yeah. of course um, yeah. Uh, all you need you could even have a marquee either behind the north stand stretching out like they've done in the past permanent and that you gradually over time it wouldn't happen immediately but no. gradually over time you get a local band in you've got the DJ he does a good job the DJ right yeah, yeah the sexual sounds yeah, 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 he, yeah. he does well Gradually over time, organically, you're going to get people going, i tell you what, we won't go Six Fields Tavern. We won't go yeah. the Walter Tunnel, or whatever it's called these days. Yeah. Um, we'll go to the Marquis.
1: Yeah. We'll go that, to the John Marquis.
2: There, so <laughs> yeah, there you go. We've got a job for
1: it. There you go. That stuff
2: as well is, um, I mean, it sounds <laughs> negative, but with, with the cost or something like that, it's kind of fine if it fails as well because it just, the, the cost is so low. You know, I mean, the, the, the bar will, will make what it makes there and the yeah. stock can be sold out, you know. Yeah. Uh, the marquees are relatively cheap and you start off and see where it goes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I quite like the addition of other... I mean, I, when I talk about Wimbledon again, I was there with the FA Cup recently. God, oh, why don't you just I, go and
4: support Wimbledon? No, yeah, sure yeah, yeah, I you know, did wonder he's wearing a Wimbledon shirt. isn't he? He's wearing
2: yeah, a, yeah, a <laughs> I took, I wear Wombles hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, outside the ground, they had... Um, it was a bit traditional, but they had a, a pin badge sale. Oh, I love uh, that. And, mm. You know, programmes down Yeah. Um, there was a couple of other ones outside the ground as well, and, and you know, it was it was the whole like, thing outside the ground. And it meant people were there thirty minutes earlier than before because yeah. they're browsing these things to yeah. see what's you know, getting. That matches pinned. And badges. you could do
4: that at Cobblers, right? Yeah, you have yeah, the you have um, the see, guy, Andy yeah. Trasler, which uh, Cobblers collectibles. Yeah, so right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you, you up, have yeah. a big marquee, right? Give him a space in there. Perfect. Yeah. You could have a little space for the shop.
0: There's yeah. no reason why the because they've had a marquee, haven't they, to extend the 1897 suite? Yeah. yeah. The, the They've had one. little mini they, tunnel, and then the thing they had a beer, beer festival, festival, didn't they, for October, yeah. you know, a couple yeah. of years back before? Obviously, it's cost, it's, so, it's about value. You know, but I mean, you've got to give these things a go. I mean, that's the thing is that there's no point in just going and saying, Right, we'll just do it for two games because you so need doesn't... to generate the interest. It,
4: and, it's, and, and to Mike's point as well, I think Mike's point is bang on. It's the well, you know, look, that's not going to earn us any money immediately or anything, Well, right, It might not do immediately, but actually. Yeah. A, it's probably going to make your fan base a hell of a lot happier. Yeah. B, over time, it's going to become. N- like, I'm still talking about Dave Banana, and that was like five well, years ago. Yeah. But this is it. I mean,
0: tra- uh, again, going back to the Tramway thing, Tramway have just, you know, I think I said at the time after the actual game itself, and I was talking about it, um, they've had their planning permission to create an actual building yeah. rather than just a market. That's been accepted in the last week and a bit. You know, that they are going to actually be moving that in. It, it, that's a supporters trust thing. That, yeah. that Tranmere's supporters trust or, or whatever their actual official name is, it was theirs, their concept. They work with the football club to do that. I've said this before and I will say it again. I would love and, and it's absolutely fine. I'm quite happy for the Supporters Trust to, to question and to, you know, to put challenge. across and to challenge the owners of the football club. I've got no issue with that whatsoever. But I would love them to also, at the same time, work together with the current owners of the football club to create something for us as fans yep. and to give us that experience and that match day thing. I mean, the, the great news coming out of the Sports trust over the last week about Ian Atkins, you know, potentially joining the, the boy. I think it's got to be ratified at the AGM. No, that's brilliant. absolutely brilliant.
4: Hopefully Big John Gale comes back.
0: You know, Big John Gale, get him in. Sean Parrish, get him back. Um, you know, Carl Eggs. Yeah. Him and John Gale can have a fight in the tunnel before one Christian of the games. That would be first million-pound player. Absolutely. Have all of these things. I mean, they can all just stand there while Dean Peer opens the Dean Peer <laughs> cover That would be exceptional. That sounds like a great note to end up. It does, doesn't it, yeah. really, to be honest. And... Yeah. I, I can't think of anything else. Anyway, um, did we answer
4: John's question? I no. think we did. No, 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 did, no, no Sorry, did. John. You're right.
0: <laughs> but I, I, th- I think we've got that. Anyway, before we get kicked out of the pub, mainly because of Neil being rowdy, um, we'll, 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 we'll leave it there. Thanks very much. Um, do go
2: and you know, press Mike. follow.
0: Thank you, Mike, for, like thank for coming. You, Mike. I, I haven't finished it yet. Cool. Uh, it like, yeah. It's been brilliant. Mike's been here. It's been great. Thanks for coming, Mike. It's He's been great having input.
2: Yeah, no, I've enjoyed
0: it. It's been you? more professional than you have, Neil. It's not hard, you that. It? Let's be honest. The lights are going out. <laughs> after <laughs> this job, I'll
2: have a chat. After <laughs> <it. Yeah. laughs>
0: Make sure you go and buy a mug for Western Fable Food Bank. Food Bank, yep.
4: Neil. I've requested one. And Danny. Have you? Yeah, I thought so it's am on the pod I thought I'd get it free
2: Oh,
0: right, okay uh, No,
4: I've requested My missus
0: <laughs> Good Christmas present um, Thanks to everyone um, There is we, we, we don't know Whether there's going to be A pod next week Because obviously The game being cancelled And it being Between Christmas and New Year Neil's got family commitments I've got family commitments I've also got NFL commitments And NFL commitments yeah. The 49ers are probably playing somewhere and losing uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah hopefully we'll be back soon but we'll let you know keep an eye on the Twitter at Cobblers for me we'll tell you that thanks very much for listening Mike thank you for being here Neil thank you for being here thanks to the Priory in Wellingborough for providing us drinks that we've
4: paid for And like some I've aged
0: during my time <laughs> for being here uh, goodbye goodbye
2: Ooh, hey, there's the cup there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve
4: it.
1: This podcast
3: is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the journey.
0: To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty.